0: Welcome to the Thank Generation of Wealth Podcast, episode number sixty-six. Man, sixty-six episodes in, and I am your host, Amir Estimo. I always like to open up my podcast episodes with thankfulness and gratif- uh, gratitude. I am appreciative of anyone that takes the time to listen to this podcast. You could be doing anything in this world, but the fact that you took the time to listen to this podcast is much appreciative. If you enjoy this content, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, and rate and review the podcast. I actually got a one, a rating one. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good or bad, I don't care, but I always want to hear feedback. If you give it a one, tell me why. If you give it a five, tell me why. If you give it a three, so on and so on, just tell me why. It can only make me better. So... Today's episode topic is, is having too many credit cards a detriment? And the reason I picked this topic today is because I was reading an article a while back regarding is, what is the average American, what is their, how many credit cards do they carry? And the average American uh, on Investopedia, back in 2023, to, sorry, 2020 Q3, the average American holds 3.84 credit cards. And actually, that number was down 4% from 2019. And actually, I was, I sometimes like to look of what I have. And I have anywhere between, I have to say, probably 10 to 15 credit cards between business and personal. And I ask myself, is, is this too many? But quite frankly, to be honest with you, is if I didn't have between, I would say between the different type of accounts, I have trade lines, meaning credit cards. Um, I have installment, reoc- re- uh, reoccurring, revolving debt. So revolving debt is like credit cards because those change. Installments are like mortgage or car note because, you know, that's the same payment you're going to have every single month. So those are the difference between installment and revolving credit or debt. And I asked myself, I have different type of accounts, obviously a mortgage, car notes and a credit card and even student loans. So I have those. But when I was looking at the credit cards, I said, man, is, is having this amount of credit cards is too many? The answer varies. It could be yes or no, just depending on the person. If you have two credit cards, that may be too much for you. 15, someone who has 15 credit cards, that may not be too much to them because that's what they can handle. And I'm going to say this on the side note. I am not a financial advisor. So whatever I say on this podcast is just my opinion and what I've researched in my experience. So please, I repeat do not go make financial decisions based off what i am saying. So, I am not a financial advisor. Okay, let's get that out of the way. And also, if you're a Dave Ramsey fan, this may not be the podcast for you. And the reason I say I say that it depends on the person. I'll give you a, a quick backstory. When I first went to college, I think I had three credit cards. I had a Capital One, a City, and I think I had a, I can't remember the other one. Maybe it was a JCPenney or something like that. Or, or Macy's and, at the time, Macy's and um, Dillard's. I don't know if you guys remember Dillard's when they were still around. So I had two department store credit cards, and I had a two regular credit cards, like Citibank and. Uh, then I had a Capital One. Because I was not responsible, experienced, I obviously, I use these credit cards. Like being in college, you know how that. if anybody went to college, you can probably relate to this. You go on credit cards. You go on, on campus. And you have all these different companies on there. And they are trying to sign up this sign up for this credit card and sign up for this bonus and blah, blah, blah. But to be real with you. Probably having credit cards at that time. Really helped me kind of get through college the first couple of years. Between paying for books, tuition, eating, you know, you're a college student. <clears throat> Excuse me. You. You probably, unless you come there, you go get a job or something to that nature. And that's really tough. When you first start off in college, you need to focus. And once my uneducated behind said, okay, you know what? I am tired of these credit cards. Every single, they are not going down. Because I wasn't educated. When you're not educated about something, you make terrible decisions. So, because I wasn't educated, I just stopped paying. Well, obviously, once you stop paying, guess what? It gets reported onto your credit report, hurts your payment history, hurts your credit, you know, and and then just goes down. So, it took me probably... After that, I probably went between five to seven years. I didn't have a credit card. I had debit. And obviously... As time went on, these credit card companies started doing things like cashback rewards and they started encouraging you to sign up. Once you sign up, you get these credit cashback rewards, you get these points, yada yada yada. Right? So between that, I just paid everything cash. Okay, so which is fine. But guess what? My credit never increased. It never did. It just stayed the same. Right? So, back in 2000, I probably say, I want to say 13, I applied for my first credit card. I actually got an offer. My very first credit card was Capital One Quicksilver. I had that credit card for about maybe two years. Maybe yeah, two years I had that credit card. So what was the difference? The difference was I started to educate myself. I remember one time I called a credit card company, Capital One, and then I was just asking information about credit. And the gentleman on the other side say, hey, if you want to not pay interest, this is what you do. Obviously, whatever you spend, pay it off before the end of the statement cycle I did that for about a year my credit shot up went up and then I had a card note at the time once I paid my card note my credit even shot up even more I paid my card note two years ahead of schedule so I had one credit card then I ended up my second credit card excuse me My second credit card was Chase. I think it was a Chase Freedom or something. Then I had that. Then I applied for a Discover. And then from a Discover to American Express. And then so on and so on. So now I end up anywhere between 10 to 15. And then the last credit cards that I've actually gotten have been business credit. Not personal credit. I, I put a halt on the personal credit. I don't think I've got a personal credit card and maybe almost two years because it's you have to find that way where you just start to get discipline i'm a person i don't like to use cash very much if i do carry cash is very minimal i rather use other people's money which is credit and if you're not using other people's money unless you got a lot of money stockpiled in your bank and if you do you shouldn't be carrying that much money anyways in your bank because the bank only assures up to $100,000 anyways. i rather use other people's money, which is credit cards. Leverage that. Keep my expenses very low, but use very less of the credit utilization. you got to be very disciplined. So again, some, someone who may have two credit cards versus someone that has 15 may have two different mindsets. And the person's discipline are different. What happens is, is that you become undisciplined. People who get too many credit cards are people who already had bad spending habits anyways. Getting a credit card actually exacerbates that. So if you know your spending habits are bad, I would not recommend you getting credit cards because now you're going into credit card debt and you don't want that. I can tell you on the average, almost every single year, I see a credit, my credit line increases. I don't care. And the reason I say that is because even if I have a $30,000 credit limit, that doesn't necessarily mean I need $30,000 to make moves. You don't need, you don't need that. Because. The minute you start, you get 30000 and you go above that 10% credit utilization, your credit score starts to drop. It takes you to be very disciplined and learn from previous mistakes. I'm a person, I live, I live within my means. Once in a while, yes, I like to go splurge on me and my family because we deserve that. And you need that for your mentality. You need that for your mental. You need the, you know, the mental break. Maybe go on a vacation. Last year, me and my family, we went to a vacation. And guess how we paid for it? We paid for it using our credit card points. We use credit cards like a debit card. So if I know I have, I'm going to spend, let's say, $2,000 between paying your bills, paying your. <clears throat> grocery, eating out, $2,000, you want to spend $2,000 on your credit card. Pay that balance off before the statement cycle. And if you decide to carry a balance, keep it, I would, 10% is the magic number, but I would say keep that under 5%. Because if you get 10%, that means you're spending 5% more. But if you keep your credit card debt, let's say if you have a $30,000 credit limit, that means you spend $3,000 of that a month. But if you only have $2,000, why would you spend $3,000? The optics doesn't make sense behind that. You have to have the mindset and the discipline to do that. So... You can have two credit cards and both of them may have a $20,000 credit limit, which is $40,000, but you are spending crazy amounts of money. Now, going back to what I was saying, if you decide to carry a balance, make sure it's under 5% and make sure if you do that, pay it before the due date, not the statement date, the due date. So you say, "Amir, what do you mean? Well, you have your statement, which is. That's anywhere between 29 to 31 days, depending on the month, right? Your statement. So if you carry, let's say, a $1,000 balance that gets reported, which is fine because, you know, you want you want these credit card companies to report. You want to keep them reporting. You don't because that helps your your history. You want to have an elongated credit history. You want to have that because that's what helps increase and increase. Sorry, <laughs> increase your credit score. And borrowers and lenders say, OK, you're a responsible borrower based off your credit history. So now what happens is, is that once if you decide to carry a balance. Now, let's say your due date generally what I've seen I've seen is if your statement cycle Let's say it's the 18th. Your due date is going to probably be anywhere between three to four days before that. So that means you may your due date may be the 14th pay that thousand dollars before your due date. And guess what? You are never paying interest. Never, because you're paying your statement, the balance, the statement balance before the due date. Now. If the 15th hits, guess what? You're not going to be paying interest. And that's how these companies make money. These companies don't care. If they give you a $30,000 credit limit, you use it. They don't care as long as you pay it. It's when you don't pay it and you're paying it late consistently, that's where the rubber meets the (laughs) road. However you say that, right? Rubber meets the road, something like that. So you want to be, you want to get disciplined. You want to make sure you're disciplined because that's where you can have 30, 40 credit cards. And I don't know who owns that much, but some people do probably. There's someone out there that probably does. But they are more disciplined than someone who owns two. The person who owns two credit cards is out there buying stuff that's unnecessary. My motto is I treat credit card like debit card. If I know I got a thousand dollar, I'm gonna spend spend a thousand and pay it. I don't. I try to keep my balances very low. Once in a while, maybe it's a credit card. And here's another thing. Now, if you start having too many credit cards, is sometimes you gotta start keeping up with all these you know points. You may have one credit card that has all these points. May have you know you may get three time point or three percent cash back on dining or three percent cash back if you do grocery. Yada yada yada, and so and so on, right? But If you don't discipline yourself, if you know you can only handle four, just get yourself four credit cards and then just work on increasing the limit. That's what you want. You want to keep these companies reporting, 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 and then your credit score increases. But if you have one and you can't handle one, why would you do two? Okay. So you see the optics behind that doesn't make sense. If you know you got bad spending habits, don't do it. Don't do it. It's almost like giving a crackhead more crack. You can't do that. That doesn't make no sense because now when you get in a credit card debt, now you're stressed, it's bad for your health, and next thing you know, boom, you drop dead. You don't want that. And if you know, hey, I'd just rather pay cash for everything, that's okay. But now how's you, how are you leveraging other people? How are you building wealth? You can do it that way. There's nothing wrong with that. But how are you growing wealth if you're constantly using your money? Even rich people don't do that. Rich people use other people's money too. There's a balance behind that. When you buy a mortgage, when you get a mortgage, what do you think you're doing? You're using other people's money. When you get a car note, what are you doing? You're using other people's money, right? So use credit cards, not just for spending, but use it to grow wealth. Now, next week's episode, I will share with you some of the In my opinion, some of the top credit cards, if you're interested, some of the top credit cards that I recommend in actuality, you can use your credit cards limit. You can use your credit limit to actually build wealth so you can use that if you want to get into real estate. You can use that. Use some of your credit limit from your personal credit. You can buy properties with that. Pay your credit card off, obviously. And you can be building wealth that way. I will share with you next week's episode what credit cards that do that. Now, in my opinion, some of the top credit cards that are out there, the Chase, not Chase. You know, you have what you call the Chase trifecta. You can do what you call a Chase trifecta, meaning you can get anything within that Chase. You can get a Chase Freedom Unlimited. You can get a Chase Sapphire Preferred. You can get a business credit card, and then you have the Chase trifecta. American Express is very good too. I think those are the two top, in my opinion. Chase American Express. And we will go over, I will go over the rewards and how I use these. But the thing about it, you got to know when to stop too. You can't just be out there just applying for credit cards left and right, left and right. And then now you got to, you may have two credit cards that do the same thing. And now you got to be keeping up with credit cards. Okay. So I hope this episode was of value to you. Understand this, folks. You don't want to go into credit card debt. You got to be smart with your money. You you can't just do things just to do it because it makes sense when it really doesn't, okay? Understand where is your stopping point, right? So understand like okay, if I know I can handle two, like it took me a while I got one, I said, okay, I can handle one. Then I got two. I said, okay, well, I can handle two, three, four, five, and so on, so on. So now where I have business credit and I'm using that to build business. I'm using others' people's money, leveraging that to build business to where eventually I can create wealth and passive income, so then I can gain what we call time freedom. which is financial freedom to do whatever I want. Okay. thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode and I'm going to leave you with this quote. Instead of looking at the past, I put myself ahead 20 years and try to look at what I need to do now in order to get there. Then Diana Ross. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys next week.